Transformers Pod. I am your host, Chelsea Poe. Um, thank you guys all for listening the last few weeks. Um, we've had a few hundred listeners for the first three episodes, so I'm very excited about that. Um, so basically, if you haven't listened to this before, it's a space for porn performers to talk about our industry in a way that we're usually not given in mainstream press. Um, I want to cover both the mundane things about porn, the boring things, and the fun things, as well as covering real issues like transphobia, racism, homophobia, fatphobia, and kind of all the other um, isms that go on in any part of the entertainment industry. Um, Today I'm talking to Lita Litris. Um, We're both in the East Bay Brats together. We've worked together many times, and I'm so excited I've gotten a chance to talk to them for this podcast. Um, So... News after the first three were released, um, the podcast Stripe account got banned because of sex work. So if you do want to support the pod, please go to my Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Chelsea Poe. Um, you can support me there because Stripe doesn't seem like an option at this point. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoy our interview. Um, I talked to Lita about how we started making smut together, being a rising star in porn during a global pandemic, and all of their success in the last two years. Enjoy. Worked with them a really long time, Lita Letris. Um, I think you're so cool because you're like, I feel like you do everything so DIY, and I appreciate that so much. And I feel like I've never been around someone who's like on like the total come up, and like you're like about to like huge huge things. And that's how I felt with you right before the pandemic at ABN. I feel like you were like everywhere. You were making so many connections, shooting so much stuff. And like, I genuinely can't wait to see what you do once we all get back to porn in the next few months. And I really want to talk to you about that and just like kind of everything else. Welcome to my show. Thank you. That's, I'm blushing, which you can see. I, uh, that's so, crazy because I look up to you and I remember before we shot together uh finding your content and your page and being like this person is so cool I want to be friends with her oh my god she's (laughs) like oh my god she'll never work with me and then I just like hit you up and you and you and Courtney Trouble are so like it's so it's so crazy like that's I did crash pad or whatever but you guys were like the first people that I ever really shot like porn like went and shot porn with I didn't know I didn't know who you were and it was DIY and I think that I I know now that it is different um I'm learning I actually yeah I just did my first 
studio shoot and it was very different so we can talk about that um but yeah, yeah so no. like so when we like first met up like are you from the bay originally or like have you all have you moved here pretty recently before we linked up no um i had lived there for five i think i moved there in 2013 2012 like and um i grew up in like the California foothills like in the boonies outside of Sacramento an hour away from okay. everything yeah and I moved to the I moved to Oakland with my rock and roll boyfriend in his van <laughs> when I was that's true story and I lived on a couch and I got my own place and I just like stayed for seven years and and then I eventually got into the kink community so I, I lived there for seven years before I left. I miss it. Um, I think you met me a year and a, about two years before I moved. So five, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I miss it. It feels like, it feels like my home home, honestly. It's honestly so strange here after the pandemic. Um, being in the city now, it's so empty. It feels like it's like a 30% capacity. It's just such a weird feeling now but. so weird and different off like I've been I was sheltered in my hometown at the start you know from the start to around summer and everything after is just so different and weird and yeah I don't know but I'm excited to come back I it's it's my home it's a yeah it's where I started and there's, it's funny because I feel like a lot of the kink, kinky performers are in the Bay Area and a lot of the other performers are in LA and then Vegas is like a mix because Vegas in general is like DIY independent kind of stuff. Yeah, um, a lot of content trade. Yeah, there's a lot of content trade. Um, so, but the Bay Area is so like, there's a lot of performers, but there's not a lot of content. Like there's not a lot as much content trade and like people, I know a lot of people because I talk to so many people, but I know so many people that have lived in the Bay Area. Like it's wild to me, for example, that like you've never worked with Elise Grapes. You guys live so fucking close yeah. together. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just yeah. weird that. So it's like, and Elise would fucking love, like you, you, we got to get, we, I got to yeah. introduce you to Elise. For yeah, sure. We're, we're in contact already. Yeah, I, there are oh, definitely someone who I want to work with post pandemic. This stuff seems so oh, cool. Yeah, no, no, yeah. no. But there's so, but that's what I'm saying is like, there's people in the Bay Area, like there is Arbel Raphael and like Elise, and there's the, a lot of the bondage and kinky people, but it's so hard to like find them or really get, it's just not the same. And then out here, it's like everybody finds you. And like everybody wants to trade and content and it's so it's such a different vibe and i i did just start opening up for that because i am half vaccinated and i want i live by myself so it's like for example i posted today that like oh i'm open for select shooting and fucking somebody hit me up and was like can you shoot today and i'm like okay oh no. my god <laughs> the vegas hustle with porn is like he's like 
he like sent me his OnlyFans thing. He's like, I got 741 subscribers. He's he's like, he's a he's like, and he's like, yeah, let's shoot, let's do it today or tomorrow. And I was like, okay, I appreciate so much your enthusiasm. Let's because <laughs> that's how I am. And yeah. it's like, oh my god, and it's wild. It's so different, but. I know that I don't want to go mainstream and I want to remain independent and I want to keep doing DIY independent trade content. And I'm cool with studio stuff. I think it's fun, but it's, it's just different. It's, um, it's a whole new world out here. (laughs) Definitely. I also feel like with the Bay, like so much stuff has changed so much with porn in the Bay, like with the armory closing down, like, the amount of porn stars in one building on any given day was literally wild. Um, I camped for them in the building and it was, you know, you would see like legitimate huge porn stars showering next to you when you're done with a cam session. It's like the weirdest thing. And you know, you just like really have all these people in one building. And now that that's gone for better or worse, you know, like there's just not that. Also, I feel like porn here was so built on you work for a studio and you get paid and then you go home. And like, that's all it was. I heard that. And I, cause I, it's so funny because I'm so involved in the kink scene that I know so many people that work. I know someone that worked behind the scenes. You might even have, um, his name is Wes, but he worked behind this. He worked for kink and he said the same thing. He was like, he was like, even for the people that build the sets and do the camera work and all that shit, it's very much the mentality of like, if you're not contracted and like going and doing your work with that studio, like that, you know, it's, you're not, you know, there's no, like, there's not a lot of like freelance where you're like doing job to job like you're working for kink.com or you're working for mythbusters or you're working in like if you're not working there then like you're not yeah i mean there's not not a lot of entertainment like that kind of entertainment in the bay area yeah i also feel like even just the queer porn companies it was so much about really for trouble films until probably 2018 there were so many people who just wanted a one-time shoot like Crash Pad series where we didn't really have this like full collective vibe because there were so many people who just wanted to do a queer porn scene because it was almost a cool thing for a minute like it was almost a trendy thing so when I met you and also Ruby I think both of you were like coming from a place where you weren't like I want to do porn to be famous to be queer famous or anything like that and that's immediately what when I met, I was like, oh, we both live in Oakland. We just want to make like kinky stuff. I'm like, these people are awesome. And that's like immediately what I got when we hung out the first time at Lake Merritt before we shot. It's very like, I'm going to plug my phone in while we're talking. It's very like, like fame and what, like that stuff's cool. But I don't know. That's not, Ruby is great. Like, I just want to say that Ruby Rice was amazing. And yeah. it's so, wild because ruby doesn't like ruby's goal and my goal like you know when you met me like my goal wasn't you're right my goal wasn't to be a porn star my goal was to like yeah make porn and branch out but my main goal was to build my client you know that like yeah and then i i ended up really liking it and going a different direction with it and being like wow this is fun 
I think that's me. I, I think it's fun and I love it. And I wasn't making money at first. I was banking content and just shooting, shooting, shooting. And then Ruby is like more photography and like more like wanted to be like a alt model photographer, mm-hmm. you know, that like that kind of like porn girl, like alt porn girl. And it's just like interesting seeing like just and I hear I hear so many stories about that where it's like now I'm camming. I never fucking wanted to cam. I literally would be like Chelsea's a trooper. I can't fucking cam. <laughs> so much work. And it is a lot of work. It is. But now- it's- very hard that's weird i'm camming i own a i own a porn site now i am talking i'm networking with a lot of exciting people and that's yeah before before everything got crazy it was so weird because i felt like i was i really felt like i was i guess quote unquote about to blow up yeah and i don't think don't think and I don't say that lightly because I'm not like super cocky I mean I am I have an ego whatever and I know I'm hot shit but <laughs> <laughs> you should know but there was a part of me that was like wow if I want to do this it's available to me and I think that everything I never let that go like I was like it's not going to be any less available to me and there were parts, there were times where I was like, oh, I was going to blow up and now I'm not. And it's like, but it doesn't, I, it doesn't matter because I've also realized like, I hate the fucking pandemic, but I know so much, like I own a site now, I'm incorporated now, all this stuff that I didn't have before it because I just didn't have the time or didn't, it, it kind of froze everything and forced me to be like, what am I going to do? And showed me that like, I could get my bag and I could get my business together and I can have the things I want to have long-term and it doesn't have to look, it's just going to look a little different. Right. Yeah. And I think that that's important in our line of in sex work and just a lot of, a lot of freelance work, but like to be open to the things that you want and the things that, you know, and how to get them and being open to like changes and things not really, you know, I don't know. That's just my take on that. But Yeah, I, I think it's, I mean, we've never had anything like this in our lives before that everything came to a stop. Like, it's not like with baseball, how there's an off season. There's not an off season in porn or just returning to our lives. Like we're going to have so many things that are going to be a first time again. And it's just gonna be so different. Okay, we're going now. Okay. It's weird because I moved during the pandemic and I had only been to Vegas one time. Wait, before. really your first time was the AVN we went to? You know that I was working back to back. I, you were so busy you were so busy I didn't even go and do anything I the last night I was there I hung out with suck lord and we went and walked around what the New York New York hotel and hung out <laughs> and fucking home in the morning and like that was my like one thing I did with my friend and like other than that I was working and I, I had a great time 
but yeah, it's freaking weird because I'm never, I'm never gonna, it's, there's so many things like I'm never gonna get, I've never been to Vegas, you know, like Mm. I'm never gonna get to, it's not the same. It's fucking weird. And And a lot of things are like that. So porn is like that too. Things are changing. Everything changes. Um, but I think that it's a good opportunity to, like I said, just kind of, kind of roll with it and be open to this is how we're doing porn now. Everybody has to be super vigilant. Yeah, it's going to be different. Um, I don't know. I feel really hopeful about it coming back. Like, I feel in a way, right before the pandemic, I almost felt like making films becoming too easy. Where I had the moment of like, whoa, this one didn't feel like I had to like put so much stuff into it. And now I'm just like totally like feel like it's a fresh thing. Like to have this like pause and then just to be able to essentially come back to everything anew. It gives me a lot of hope. I really think that studios are are gonna lose power and that like the performers are gonna do a lot more. And that's what I'm really excited about because I want the performers to really run all this stuff and not have it be about whoever the CEO of this company is or and that, whoever the casting agent is. And that is literally what I just told my therapist last week is like, I don't wanna be mainstream. I wanna be independent and I don't want an agent and I don't need an agent. And I like, I'm doing just fine. And I think that for me, it's more important, like paid shoots are great. And I will totally take paid if anybody listening is like, I want to pay her. (laughs) I'll do trade if I like the content and if I think I can sell it. And I will do things that secure me footage or contacts or experiences that I want or need that are valuable to me in the long term maybe for a little less money because they're valuable to me and like there's something to be said about like yeah yeah I don't roll out of bed for like less than 800 bucks or whatever and like that's totally cool but Mm -hmm. I think that the different path that I'm on and for me I'm like I want to take a little time. Like, I don't want to fucking shoot every day. I don't want to go to a shoot, like drop everything and go to a shoot. I want to like take my time and I want to own my content. And like, I'm totally cool to, it'll, I'm saying like, I can have the things I want. I, I can do a studio shoot here or there if that's what I want. And I really like the studio and I'm really vibing with what they do. Yeah. And I like, it's exciting for me to do it. And then like, but I'm finding that I can have all those things on my own through trade. Like that's, I was, I'm like, I'm, I'm talking to like work. I'm talking to Shane Diesel about working Mm. with him and trading with him. And like, he's fucking amazing. I'm a fan. I love him. Like I'm shout out Shane Diesel. He's huh? (laughs) Shout out Shane Diesel. He's an old, he's an an older, like he's an older porn guy. Anybody that, anybody that watches, I, I'm a femdom, so anybody that watches cuckold porn knows who he is. I think I met him at something before. I I don't know. So many porn names start to blend together for me at some point. 
or like I don't know I would there's people that I would like people that you meet I don't know you just if you if you stick around and you're professional and I think for me I don't want to toot my own horn but I'm going to your content looks professional and it's fucking creative and nice which I think mine is yeah (laughs) Um, we'll see that and they're just like wow I want to work with you and so like you're right you don't need like it's just like I don't need a studio to book me with freaking so-and-so maybe some people but like yeah that's something like I kind of want to explore on this podcast because I'm really um trying to interview people from around the world who are doing porn in like every city is so different like how porn is made like Vegas is just like everyone wants to concentrate with anyone you're a porn star there that's concentrated it literally they they literally yeah it's literally like let's shoot let's shoot let's shoot let's shoot yeah. and and everybody and like not everybody's going to shoot together but everybody like has their thing so it's like you for me I am just I don't even know I'm just a performer I like to do a lot of different content I do focus on kinky stuff I would like to do and queer stuff I would like to do more hard like more hardcore and boy girl because that's the kind of stuff that I enjoy and I think that Vegas and like content trading is a good way to get a lot of different content for like somebody like like Sin Sage is a good example of what I would like my my uh people to view me as like fluid she's very she's literally done everything like I love her so great she's very fluid I mean it's really amazing like her early stuff was like her shooting with Sasha Gray where Sasha Gray was like the dom like that they're part of like the Troublesome's Collective and like someone who we're actively collaborating with it often makes you be like oh my god working with a celebrity but it's like so amazing because they went from the whole studio model where that's where they were doing most of their gigs to now having so much content and releasing multiple films a year I think it's just so cool how they had a career renaissance basically just being like oh I can do content trade and make some really really amazing films it's true she sin is so so just iconic I don't know she's She's amazing. I really look up to her a lot. I look up to her a lot and look up to Elise a lot because I also freaking, I'm never, I'm never going to stop ever, ever, ever going to stop doing hardcore BDSM bondage, quote unquote, torment, whatever the words we're allowed to use on the clips. <laughs> we're not allowed to say torture or abused anymore. Um, I can't believe they what- took they took abused shoes off clips for sale. I was like, oh, bro. I feel like that's where we really like linked up because I feel like BDSM so core to both of our performances. And it's like when I first started in porn, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to do extreme BDSM. Were you basically the same way? Yeah, um, I did. I was doing femdom only and I wasn't doing I wasn't doing any kind of sex I think I other than girl 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 no no boy girl Mm -hmm. um and 
what got me into it was like yeah i shot with i shot with you both of you and then i was like well i need to keep shooting because i have to build a catalog and i was kind of like i don't know that i want to only do femdom and yeah, I, I remember saw- you being like i need eight scenes for mini bids i, I remember when you were like, in that part of your career i literally was like, like i need content and i was coming into a part of me that i hadn't really discovered yet which is I am a hardcore switch and this doesn't I mean it's going on a podcast. I'm definitely bottom leaning switch. I can take a lot of pain. I can take a lot of and I enjoy it. And I think when I started when I, I was like going through all these changes and I'd like just met everyone and I was like, what am I gonna do? Do I do and I wanted to do more videos and I found I I just find people. If I freaking want something, it's I just get it. I saw a video. I saw some videos with Elise and uh, a couple other people that I just I love their bondage, and I was like, I want to work with these people. So I just freaking reached out to them. I'm just I'm just saying, if you want to work with somebody, just reach out to them. Literally, 100%. within a week, wasn't it like a week? I told you guys like, oh, I'm gonna go shoot all this hardcore bondage content, and within yeah. like a week, Within a week, I was like up doing like my first ever like hardcore stuff and like bondage stuff. And then I just was off from there. I was like, I love this. I love how this feels. I love, I, I'm having a good time. And like, I had, I just kept going. I don't know, kept shooting and it's just crazy. It's, I just am a really sexual kinky person and I fucking don't fit into a box that I I'm I'm not a I'm not the common so I don't know I made my life what I wanted it to be which is a crazy sex pit (laughs) (laughs) but like think about all the performers you look up to though they usually don't fit into a box like those are the interesting performers it's true and yeah because I feel like I have to at least have like a few word blurb about you Hmm? you I feel like you have to have like the few word blurb to be memorable you know like with Sasha it's like she's really hardcore but she's also political too like I feel like you have to have like something that's outside of the box almost it mine mine right now is like people see my porn and they get scared (laughs) and and then they meet me and they're like you're so nice you're so sweet and I'm like even like my femdom is like I'm more of like a sensual I can't I I am mean and I can be grouchy or whatever and do whatever and I can yell at you but (laughs) like I don't have it's like I don't have to be that way to get what I want out of you you know that I feel like uh, you have a very like it's so, like a, a funny, like kind of sadistic thing that you do, where it's I like get, well-meaning. So I get this, like, you're so sweet and so nice, but like, I saw this video and you were like, you were like getting like, you had like, you were, your tits were getting like electrocuted or something. <laughs> and you were like screaming or you were like, you were pegging this guy or you were like sounding this guy and you were like hitting his balls 
with a thing and I was like I'm like yeah I I don't know like it's it is it's it's so I'm I'm sweet and I'm nice but I'm also fucking crazy (laughs) no I'm 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 cool I don't know I have fun I just you're very chill I just like I really genuinely love what I do it's freaking it's freaking wild to think about all the things that I can have now like like I just all I want is to work with Tommy Pistol and then I can retire I say that all the time and I I joke but I want to work with him so bad he knows I'm pretty sure oh I'm sure he knows I have been involved with some of those dreams I talk about it all the time I'm sure (laughs) that's possible because you have to understand that's like for me that's like if you worked with Sasha Gray I would never but you know like and that's kind of how I feel where I'm like I can't fuck Tommy like I can't do it it's it's gonna be too crazy but I can I can do it I'm gonna do it (laughs) being porn starstruck is so weird I had it um when I first shot with Bailey J it was like her first scene back from retirement it was like my first year in porn. So overwhelmed. It's did, did you have anything like that before with any performers? Oh my gosh. Uh who was the first? I think I felt I, I think I kind of always feel that way because to me, and a little less now, because I'm like, people are just people, and my mom always taught me that because I would always just like famous people or just people or whatever so it's true so now I'm a little less because everyone has problems and whatever and but when my first time shooting I think with with Penny Barber I remember being oh yeah I hope (laughs) if you listen to this Penny I love you you know that I adore you I look up to you you're great uh I got I had a great time. It's my my video got corrupted, but she has a really hot video of us, and I would love to shoot with her again. And she's returned the sentiment. So, I uh, I have I remember shooting with her and just being like, before I went, just being like, I want to shoot with Penny Barber, and you definitely are. I mean. You're part of the <laughs> East Bay Brads, the um, I'm like all femme BDSM collective we're both part of. So I would say you're pretty gay. I'm like that with a few, with a couple of male performers, but like there's so many. Where I'm just like wow, because like let's be real, that's that's really why I watch so much porn. <laughs> who are your like favorite porn performers? Like who inspires you the most? Okay, well. I really, really, really like Charlotte Sartre a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I to watch her. It's it's funny because she's from Sacramento and I'm from like outside of Sacramento. And aren't there quite t- a few porn stars from Sacramento? I don't know. I wonder. So I like her a lot. Um, I look up to Sin a lot because Since I age, yeah. age and Elise Graves a lot. I love them um let's see people that like I really 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 like you know I love I already said I love Tommy Pistol I think he's a fucking hilarious phenomenal 
he's multi-talented he like i like he's an actor if he there could, was a like, porn version of like an egot he would have it i actually need to watch his movie that he made his horror movie so maybe i'll do that because it's my day off so maybe but like he made a horror movie and it's like cheesy or whatever but it's i don't know he's a good actor anyways i like him um let's see who else do i like i am super 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 fan of kaya eve her and i are mm. become good friends she's newer she just yeah. signed with Maxwell. she's in vegas too she's she, signed with who? she just signed with next level agency oh wow so she's an amazing tattooed performer who shoots like she does shoot hardcore heavy, but she's like, she's very much like me. She'll shoot like, she's really into BDSM and femdom and girl, girl and like queer stuff. So she's really great. And I love how she runs. I love, there's, I feel like I just admire people where it's like, I, they really own, they know what they're good at and they know what they like and they just do it. Like Penny Barber, she knows she's mommy dom and she just like, yeah. leaves know she's bondage like kaya she knows she's like hardcore ted like it's just tommy he's silly and great and he he's fucking he he, just people that own own their shit and like yeah i don't know so those are a few people that i really like i'm trying there's there's so many i watch a lot of porn i feel like i like once you're like five years into your career it's like you just figure out what you are I still feel like I don't know what I necessarily am I think you're gonna have if I was just like looking into a crystal ball of your like porn future I feel like you're probably gonna have a lot of opportunities in the next year that that you're probably gonna do things that you you know like I could totally see you getting cast maybe in like a more um like sensual role for like a studio or something and like do like acting porn like I could see you doing like all these different things like I think you're very versatile I feel and like that's like what your come up is for and then you like get to try these things and be like oh maybe I don't want to be in soap opera porn anymore I love trying stuff yeah I literally all the time I'm like I want to work in a strip club and people are like why like you're doing your thing and I'm like because I've never done it I want to do it at least once like I want to try stuff so it's like yeah I I have never shot I haven't done studio I did crash pad that was that was fun that's it was um, that your first shoot that was my first shoot with another person yeah, yeah because same I, for me because I shot a video that actually sells occasionally still um this was four years ago i shot a video it was a solo video though but i shot it for my friend valerie it's called like erotic self-care i'm like eating fruit and lounging it's it's a uh -huh. it's, it's some video i made it's pretty good i like it but my first with another person yeah i think was crash pad i feel like that's a very good first shoot to have it is and it's because it's like I hadn't thought about doing, I had, it had never crossed my mind that I would 
be doing porn. Like I'm actually doing porn. It's weird. I'm 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 Google searchable. It's a thing. I never mm-hmm. thought. And then I did Crash Pad, and then I started looking at stuff, and I worked with you, and I was like, oh, I can do. So yeah, Crash Pad is a good first. Yeah, shoot. I completely agree. Like they. Yeah, they're it's very really comfortable. You don't have like anyone pressing you to do more. Like it's just like, oh yeah, just do whatever you want. Yeah, and I just shot with I just shot for Severe Studios, which is a smaller they're amazing, but they yeah, are they're so cool. They're they're kind of I think they're like independent. Yeah, they're like an independent studio, but they're amazing. Um I shot with Marcella. We did a femdom scene and they were very much like that. They were like um you know your wardrobe we you know we kind of just want to we just want like this this and this the rest of the video you can like you and you and Marcelo can figure out like what scenarios or whatever what you want to do but like we would like to see like pegging and this and that like they like give you a few things where they're like we want to see you fucking you know like we want to see you peg it and like and whatever else you do we don't care and like I was like cool and <laughs> But yeah, it was, I've never, I've never shot, maybe, maybe we did with, maybe we did with Courtney. No, we shot Pretty Girls, but we never shot action stills. Oh, those are the worst. I had to shoot action stills. Can you explain what action stills are to the... I had to ask what action stills were because I knew what pretty girls were. So we shot some pretty girls, me and my outfit with my little longer, and like... And then they were like, okay, we're going to do action still. So I was like, I was like, pardon me. I'm a little embarrassed. I've never done action still. And they were like, oh, so you're, so before, okay. This is, so you go in to shoot a scene and like, usually, you know, like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to give you a blow. I'm going to give you a blow job. So it's like, you know, I'm going to give you a blow job and then I'm going to, and then you're going to eat me out. And then, and then we're gonna do like missionary and then blah 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 and you like know what you're gonna shoot and then we're gonna shoot a cum shot and so you before you shoot each individual thing which I'm not used to I'm used to showing up shooting a scene taking a couple pictures before shooting a scene Mm -hmm. all the way through and then grabbing stills when I'm editing those so it's like no it's a thing. It's like, okay, what are you doing first? Okay, he's gonna eat your pussy. So you have to take <laughs> pictures of him eating your pussy. But not actually eating your pussy. No, I mean he he had his mouth on it, but you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> Yeah. It's like his mouth is on your pussy, his mouth is on, he's worshiping your feet, but his mouth is just like uh on your shoe. And like, yeah, just like tongue out. And like, oh, now he's gonna eat your ass. So you, they were like, oh, you're gonna peg him. So like, you have to like put your, and I and I did sounding. So it was like take the sound and put it like on the tip of the penis. <laughs> don't put it in the penis. And like, it for wasn't those who don't, bad. for those who don't bad. know, it was sounding is when you put a rod in. Oh. <laughs> The tip of a penis. I was on a I was on a panel recently where there where someone's like, yeah, "What is sounding?" I was like, "Oh, urethral sounding is yeah, inserting metal rods 
silicone safe objects into the urethra they used to do it for some reason way back it's prostate stimulation it is it's a form of like direct prostate stimulation it's the only it's the, technically the only way to directly get to the prostate that makes me want to faint I, oh yeah i'm, I'm such oh. a nerd with anatomy stuff i can't handle oh, oh, yeah. i did ask you to explain it i think I wrong so please if anybody's listening don't get mad if i'm wrong but i'm pretty sure like it's a more direct even even more than anal so like you're up in there but it can be painful and some people like it painful some people like it sensual some people like it it can be a bunch of different things but yeah so we did sounding i sat on his face and then i pegged him and when and then this threw me off and I have to start thinking, and now I'm gonna think about it. When I'm pegging him, I have to look. So like, he's down here, I have to like look. Between your but legs, I'm, yeah. Camera, I'm like pegging him and I'm looking out so you can like see my face and you can see all of my hot, gorgeous body while I'm like- That fucking, feels like a very Wonder Woman also pose. railing, trying to rail Marcello and you have to do it in a position and I can do it some flexible but you have to hold a sexy position where you can see everything so we shot and it's totally cool and I've shot I've had to hold positions and stuff it's just I've never shot a studio so it was very it was segmented there were breaks between each thing um yeah there were action stills of everything we did and then yeah and I had to hold I was I was more aware of how I of how I looked doing what I was doing rather than what I was doing and I think that that's a good thing for me to think about hmm. because DIY so DIY is very just like we're I for me like we're fucking we're doing whatever we're doing yeah like, yeah we're look hot doing it but studio and stuff is like there's a more of a an extra fantasy layer so yeah you want to be like oh I'm fucking you and I look so hot doing it and everything <laughs> and like my tits are perfect and like my hair is perfect and it's not in my face and like so I think it's different styles of like yeah so I had a good time I love shooting for severe we'll do it again amazing totally love it Marcel is an amazing performer Definitely. he's yeah we've he's great and want to do more i want to do more stuff that's yeah <clears throat> yeah for you personally when you watch bdsm porn do you want it more polished or do you want it like completely raw hmm I think I like I want more raw like I want to like see the not sexy moments like in I, it. like I think that's what's hot about it I think for me I like polished sometimes but it there's it's different like when if it's raw it, it I can it feels more real and I'm I don't like to watch porn where I feel I'm totally about performing, you know that. Like I will mm -hmm. overdo. 
but I think there's like moments and certain things where it's just a little too hokey or a little too inauthentic for me and I think some of the BDSM stuff can be very polished and overdone which is totally cool to look it's hot I love it not shitting on it at all but for me when I'm like trying to like watch my BDSM porn I want to feel like that's a realistic situation I could be in and now also I want to say since I have started doing porn I am more able to get off to the polished stuff because that is a realistic situation exactly I could end up on fucking kink.com fucking hard tied getting fucked by cough cough Tommy pistol <laughs> I could. so but it doesn't I like I do like more raw and I like that's why I like the least so much just because like I and it's a lot of a lot of the really raw bondage is like actual lifestyle people that actually are and I think some of the polished stuff and it's totally cool is like it's it's performers I really it like is, about oh go on I'm sorry no I just said it is different sorry I like the thing about BDSM porn because I feel like most porn you can tell it's like okay this is a scene I think in BDSM porn, you can tell while watching it when there's the switch of like, oh yeah, we're doing a content trade to, oh fuck, this is real. And it becomes real for both the performers. And I think that's what I like about BDSM because you see that. Because no matter what you're going into the shoot with, once you're getting hit like hard enough, it changes, you know? Or if you're getting fucked in the ass or whatever thing that's happening in BDSM oh, porn, because there are extreme no. situations. I've like I tell people when I go in like I cry sometimes and it's not because it's like I actually just had my waterboarding video taken down because they said I was I was crying so much that I was in so much distress that they couldn't tell if it was consensual even though we said in the video multiple times that it was consensual so I cry <laughs> and that's something that's super real and hard and it's like when I cry like it's not fake it doesn't mean that yeah. doesn't mean I'm in like danger or like anything bad is happening, but like, yeah, sometimes I'm getting, sometimes like I'm getting told I'm a little slut and I just start fucking crying and it's like, it's very, it does shape you. And I think that's the same thing as like people saying like, oh, well, porn stars fake their orgasms. And it's like, no, you can no. have really, I have videos where it's like, we didn't even, it wasn't even like that. Like we were fucking, you know, like, and, and it's okay for it to be both. It's like with the BDSM, it's okay for it to be like super high polished. We're in a dungeon and like, this could never, this would be a really specific scenario. And then it's okay to like DIY. I shot a video on Christmas that was me tied up to a tree in like the middle of nowhere and like my partner at the time like flog like beating like beating me with like a branch like we did with a tree branch oh it was so hot and a spanking strap and like the video looks and we took we took like you know video of me like the bondage up close close up and the background of like it was overlooking like this little forest desert and we're in we're in Vegas so there's like desert hills and so pretty and and like 
it shot on like our iPhones and like literally we didn't even like we're, we were we were like dating at the time and like exploring like he wasn't kinky and then he met me and I like he realized he was and like so we were like we had just gotten each other like really cool Christmas presents and we were like let's go like film something and like that's fucking cool and it looks really so cool and I love shit like that so I I like to see I like to see both but I uh, I really like raw there's a lot of couples that shoot amazing stuff. My friend Brutal Master is not, he would not consider himself a professional. He would not say he's like a porn star ever. He would never say that. He's literally a lifestyle guy mm-hmm. that runs amazing There's porn. so cool. Like, yeah. like, so I think BDSM, it's just totally different when it's like, when it's more DIY. But yeah. Everything. um so i want to keep you all day but i have a few final things i want to ask you about what are some things that you still want to accomplish in your career because you are on the come up completely right now oh can you hear me still (laughs) sorry i'm sorry i'll switch headphones maybe can you hear me Okay. Now it's okay. Wait, now I can hear you. Okay. Um, okay. I'm so sorry. Wait. What? In COVID times right now, so it's fine. Um. So, what are some things that you still want to accomplish in your career that you haven't so far? Um. Hmm. I would like, I don't even know, what do I think about? Oh, I wanna have my own studio. Like I wanna have a studio established. I think that would be cool. So trying about cameras and things, which I'm doing. Um, Yeah, there's a couple of sites that I would like to start that are specific sites and I would like to get to a level where I can afford to pay people's rates to shoot exclusive content yeah I want to be not that I want to stop performing because there's a tons of companies I want to perform for I do want to do kink.com I know I want to do them I want to do house of gourd I'm, I'm gonna do insects um at some point like there's those are all kinky things those are the things I want to do I would like to have a dungeon at some point. I think that would be fucking sick. That's awesome. I, I want to get, I want to, I do want to blow up uh, at least, like not mainstream, but I want people, I do. I want, I want, cause. Let's blow up. Like what? I want to work with more people and I want to, I want to have, I want to have a long-term fan base and like, I don't know. These are just simple goals. What is blow up? Like what's, when you get it, what is blown up mean? Like what's the thing that would be like the mile marker on that? I want to get to a point where I do want to be known. Like I do want to be a known model, more of a known, I would want to be, I want to be more popular. <laughs> I do. I want 
a bigger fan base because I want long-term, I want a long-term fan base. Like I want to, I want to get to a point where I'm making at least 10 grand a month. I feel like that's achievable and I can do that. I know that might sound cocky, but I want to have, I want to be able to make more porn. That's all I fucking want right now is I want to make more money so I can make more porn. This is, it's a, it's a never ending cycle. Yeah. I feel that. Like, I love it so much. I love it so much, but I'm just like, (laughs) everyone's like, so blowing up for me. Yeah. Would be, I guess being not mainstream, but being like, popular enough to book with other and much broader i want i want to be able to turn people away (laughs) that's what i want i love that that's such a i want to be able i want to be popular enough that enough people want to shoot with me that i can be like i could shoot with them but i don't want to because i want to shoot x y or z I don't know. I want to, I want to turn people away. (laughs) You want, you want to have your schedule overbooked. So then you're like, I have to cancel stuff. Yeah. I love that. Um, Okay. So one last question for you. This is my favorite one because everyone takes it so differently. Let's say tomorrow when everyone wakes up, one thing important could magically be changed. What would you have it be? Oh, fuck. Damn. I want there to be more, um, more people of color in mainstream. There's no, there's no, or in, 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 in porn, in control. I'm not saying that there, that people aren't, but I'm saying like more POC in, in charge in the industry in places of power, um, in the spotlight. I do not, I think that there's no fucking excuse. And daily, like, there's at least, I can think of a couple performers off the top of my head where almost daily I see them and I feel like they are not recognized enough. For sure. And I, I see that, and there's other, there's other, there's other um, groups in the industry that also struggle with, um, you know, not getting bookings for stuff or whatever. But I think that I know that people of color make a lot less money and they have a lot less opportunities and I'm not fucking okay with that. And, uh, yeah, and it bums me out. Some of them all, you're looking at my face. I'm all like, huh? I'm like, it bums me out to talk to fucking think about that. That all these award shows have to do all these performative things that it doesn't feel like that much change. I think it is good that they did award some very deserving people of color, but I think they're needs. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, Scar- Scarlet Scandal. Yeah, I mean, I really, I adore Karen Noir's work so much, and I think she should win everything. I think, yeah. Has I, Anna Fox won anything yet? Um, what the, like? 
I think she did it, EVN or Exodus. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure that they won something. I don't think any of the major awards, though. I don't think that unless, like, I don't know. I feel like it's been so far back that Black women were held out of, like, the biggest awards and haven't won those. I feel like it needs to change, and I think if we are excluding some like white performers for a few years from winning awards it's okay <laughs> like if white people have won enough awards we can take a few years as a break I think that's more than okay but um I don't know it just seems like it's some really systemic issues of porn but even the idea that there's a site like black that was still winning award two years ago I think the industry still has a long way to go as far as that yeah it uh yeah, there's a there's a lot that we need to fix. Ugh. But part of that also, so yeah, if I could change one thing, that'd be it. Like tomorrow, done. Like, and I think that that would also have a domino effect on a lot of other things. So, because then casting isn't going to be so dictated by, you know. Oh my god. Mostly hiring skinny white girls. So, yeah, but do you feel hopeful about the future of porn coming back? Do you think there's yeah. progress for not only on the side of more content trade happening so performers are more empowered, but also with racial justice? I think so. Oh, yeah. I'm seeing, like... Because the thing is, is, like... We are all, we're like, really think about it. We all know each other. We all work together. We're all like friends mm -hmm. and we're figuring out that we have power. So we are seeing things change. It's like, no, now like people of color are speaking up. They are getting more, there is more, there's more things happening. There's change happening. It's taking a lot fucking longer than I would personally like. I think a lot of people agree. Um, so I'm I'm hopeful for it. I like like you. I think it's gonna we're gonna see a uh, a big big shift. Yeah, we're already see it. I think it's just happening more once people get back on sets because most people haven't been on sets for about a year now at least. And here's the thing, when you're not shooting, you figure out, and I figured this out, I'm not doing I'm, certain parts of my career. I'm making a lot of money on my own. Nobody's fucking, nobody's fucking getting, I'm not paying. I mean, you pay a percentage out, whatever, but I'm not paying like an agent. I do whatever the fuck I want, kind of. A lot of time to make connections during this off time. I'm sure you have a list. Yeah. Of like I have a list of people who, you know, in the middle of pandemic are like, oh, hey, if you ever want to do anything. And I think that a lot of other performers are also experiencing that where they're like, only like literally somebody literally just said it to me the other day, like OnlyFans. I'm not, I'm not super. I don't put a lot into my OnlyFans, but like OnlyFans and in which now includes just independent porn because people branch out and do other stuff 
is getting it's changing the it's changing things because it's like i don't fucking need anybody else to like run my shit yeah and i don't and i can like like if some girl's making 10 grand a month on OnlyFans, what like or 20 grand a month on OnlyFans, she's not fucking she's not stressing about studios and agents and she doesn't have to deal with that. He doesn't have to deal with that. They don't have to deal with that. You know, like why the fuck would you deal with that? Even existing performers though, now that they have a side income, whether it's from camming during the pandemic or OnlyFans or whatever. Like it's changed a lot during this pandemic that these studios, I think they were losing power before. I think it's just gonna continue. And I think that's probably a good thing. Yeah. I uh and when I say studios, I mean big studios. I don't want to say independent because independent independent studios are great. <laughs> But these big, these big guys, they're so, I feel like they're out of touch and they don't, they, they, when you're out of touch like that, not all of them. So don't come for me. But some of you, I don't care if you're mad at me. I don't fucking give a shit. Um, I'm a nice person, but I don't. Um, it's like, yeah, nobody they don't see us the way that like we see each other and we see ourselves. So they see money and that affects how they freaking handle some of their human resource things. So let's just put it that way. <laughs> the more power to the sex workers, the better. Yeah. Well, so. one last thing I want to ask you. So when's your second vaccine? It is on next Wednesday, next Wednesday. Wow. At noon or 11 in the morning. That means all the East Bay brats will be vaccinated then. <gasps> by, by May. And then Courtney are getting their Saturday. They're doing the one shot one. So it's going to happen. So <laughs> it's so wild to think that the last is time. Ruby, I have, is Ruby vaccinated? They're getting a Saturday with Courtney. Yeah. That's so I think that's a good note to leave it on. Thank you so much for talking to me and telling life uh, and porn. You're great. This is awesome. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.